Welcome to Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast. Each week, we watch and review scary movies from our giant list of films we've curated. Each film more terrible than the last. We watch them so you don't have to. Or so that we can recommend it to you. Or so you can listen if you've seen them before. Or so that, that I don't know, I just want to watch some scary movies. Mm, scary movies are great. Carlos. You guys should listen to them. Carlos, let's watch Again, some scary movies. Let's go watch some scary movies. Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> so, big gulp, eh? <laughs> <laughs> big gulps? Yeah. yeah. That's Jim Carrey's best line in it's any from movie Dumb and ever. Dumber. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in a million years. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was like, you've seen it though. I've I, Yes, I've absolutely okay. seen God, it. It's just been a really movie. long time. I haven't seen it enough to quote it, and it's been a really long time. I mean, since honestly, I've seen it. I couldn't tell you any other quotes other than big gulps, eh? The, the one quote I remember from that is, so you're telling me there's a chance. So you oh, wait, you okay. I do. See, as I hear them, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is from Dumb and Dumber. Samson. It's a really famous quote. Like, <laughs> we've got no food. We've got yeah. no jobs. Our, our pets' heads, heads are, are falling off. off. Oh, that's the other that's one I remember. That's right. That's right. Lloyd, I took care of it. <laughs> Petey didn't have Pretty a head. Bird. Pretty bird. Oh, Just man. like I need to rewatch now I'm remembering more remember of it. It's just no, been a really like, long man, time since I've seen her. it. That's my favorite Jim Carrey movie. Really? It's, that that and Liar Liar. Is it? Uh, oh, Liar Liar. Yeah. Liar is Liar's it Bridges? So is it Jeff Bridges? That's yeah. In it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had a cool. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. Good. I uh, figured we were. I had a cool um, experience with my nephew where I introduced him to like the movies that my brother and I watched when we were growing up, and like my brother hadn't shown him uh, Big Daddy yet. Oh, like, yeah, oh, we got to watch Big Daddy. And so we watched it, and he freaking loved it and goes, Uncle Kigo, is there a sequel to this? And I said, no. He goes, I really like the main guy in it. I said, oh, you are in for a treat. <laughs> Let's watch Billy I got Madison. a lot of different movies for you to watch. And he's 11, about to turn 12. So I'm like, that's the perfect age for Adam. Oh, Sandler yeah. Movies. That's the perfect maturity Happy level. Gilmore, oh, yeah. Billy Madison. Wedding singer. All the I mean, classics. I love the wedding singer. I know. I, I went, when he told me, I was like, I mean, I love Click as well, but that one's a little more serious. Yeah, and but well, I did it's love more Click. of his like, modern dates. stuff. Yeah, I love Fifty First Dates. Just oh, like, him yeah, and Drew yeah. Barrymore together is like peak. What, what was it like, Little Nikki? Fifty First Dates. That's about when it started to drop off. That's when we had our like yeah. Adam Sandler drop off. Little Nikki was the first movie of his I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember liking. I think that it was a the lot. common consensus for a lot of. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's bad. It, I liked it a lot when it first came <laughs> out. Although, I don't remember who it was. Somebody I, I knew, I met or knew, that was like their favorite, maybe their favorite God, movie. Like, ever? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Of all movies ever. Yeah. Are you, it's that one. Are you still ever. friends with this person? I, know, I, I, don't like... know, I couldn't tell you who it is, so maybe not. I mean, fair, it's like my friend fair. from last week when I said that, I had a friend that said, if it's not racist, if it brings you joy, I'm like, I can't even tell you who told me that. <laughs> I'm probably not friends with that person anymore. Probably not friends with that anymore. <laughs> More of an acquaintance. <laughs> That's but a I mean, loose word, Maybe too. you were in a show with them at some point. That's a better... We're DFW yeah. acquainted. Yeah. Which is real loose. You, uh, real, real loose. <laughs> it's real loose. I'd say uh, loose. my favorite movie isn't like everybody's favorite movie either. It's that one right there. That's a good one, though. Like That's a fantastic little, movie. Little. But your favorite movie is but actually like, it's a good not, movie. If you, were to right, look exactly. at, if you were to look at Beetlejuice, it wouldn't be like... That's like everybody's favorite movie. Disagree. I love Beetlejuice. Yeah, I mean, you're amongst friends. I think my next tattoo is going to be a black and white sandworm from that movie. Nice. There is one that I found that I really liked. I'm thinking Hardy. like right here. 
because I'm going to do... You should get it going up your arm. Yeah, uh, you should have it going around fork. other stuff. Oh, okay, that might be... Like maybe wrap well, it around the carving fork? That connects the whole sleeve. I'm thinking about something... Yeah, I need something that connects the whole sleeve, and I'm like, that would be kind of cool. Could, yeah, you can kind of like weave around all the different things. So it's like Star Wars, Beetlejuice, it could be Jurassic Park, It could try to eat the Millennium Falcon. Then I, I'll have like my three favorite things on my sleeve, which is Jurassic Park and Star Wars and Beetlejuice. I and rum. This. And then go. you need an Exorcist 3. Uh, <laughs> just yes. just get the head of the girl from the Exorcist just turning on your head. I like or just that, George yeah. C. Scott somewhere just on George your arm. George C. Scott. <laughs> um, welcome to another episode of... <gasps> Keegan and Carlos, the Scary Movie Podcast. Where we like to have fun around here. We, we love, love to, to have, have fun, fun here. Um, has everyone seen the new Indiana Jones movie? No. Yes. No. Okay, I just saw it last night. How is it? I said it was better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's That's better. a low bar. It's really not, no, it's not saying a lot. It's better. It's a good maybe, finale. Maybe you and I can talk off the air. Yeah. Live off the air. Live off the air. IRL. IRL, because I have a lot of thoughts. There was so much I liked about it, and then I just didn't. There's a lot that I liked. I felt that way about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, too. My spoiler-free, I really liked it. I liked it better than Crystal Skull, but I wanted to like it more. Yeah, same. Let's talk after, because I have a lot of thoughts. Um, Hi, welcome to our Indiana Jones podcast. Yeah, Indiana Jones, uh, (laughs) the Dial of of Destinies with Sandlers of Adams. And um, we're watching a movie. Oh, but okay. <laughs> before before we keep going, what is so like your you said? Little Nicky was your was that guy's favorite Adam Sandler movie. Uh, Big Daddy is mine. What are y'all's favorite like classic Adam Sandler movies? I think it oh. might be Wedding Singer. It's a Wedding tie Singer. between Wedding Singer and Fifty First Dates. Yeah, I just I'm a sucker for Wedding Singer. It's so I'm a good. sucker for Wedding Singer so, too, but I'm also a sucker for Sean Astin as her like wannabe bodybuilder brother in sure, 50 sure, First sure. Dates. I was never a big wedding singer 50 First Dates per- like I watched both of those movies maybe once so I need to go back and do a rewatch of those. They're more mature yeah. than his other yeah, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, in like a like, like a gross creepy time. adult way but they're more they're not as childish as yeah. his older stuff. And like probably when they came out I would have been in like middle school yeah, or say high yeah. school and so I probably would have been like eh. Yeah. And I think I like it because I rewatched it as an adult because I did the musical and I was yeah. like, let me go back and watch it. I also, love the, the musical, musical is great. great. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's I actually think. pretty true to the movie, too. No, I yeah, really, that's why I liked it. That's one that I really want to produce is do it. Wedding Singer. I love that musical. Um, if you do I'll it, choreograph it for there you. might be a small, less slight chance that I would audition for it. Just so I'll that, choreograph. You know. William? Absolutely. Some 80s fun. So if I pitch it to Lakeside next year... Oh, it's all about dry. the green. But I'm only doing. Oh, that number is great. Uh, let's talk. But like, I love that slowly, show so much. We're so slowly good. getting our uh, stipends a little bit higher. Okay. There. So, you know, you could always come back with it. I'll choreograph it, but it has to cover my gas, Truth. and then just however much you think you would be spending hey, on gas. Hey, um, my ice is melting in this drink. Oh, so can sh- we? Yeah, like, let's go ahead. Of, yeah, uh, we'll say do what we're like we're, actually. We're, here to um, do. Let's go out of order. We'll do trivia because I do want to get the drink before the ice melts. Yeah. Okay. So the movie we're watching, and I'll give more backstory to this, is Christine. The drink. We'll yeah, come back. Stephen and do King. Tri- we'll we'll come back and do everything. The drink is called the BMW. Okay. Cars. It is because. But it's a cars. Pontiac or a. It's not a BMW. Plymouth. I know. Plymouth. Plymouth. It's a Plymouth. Uh, okay. 
Fury. He's just trying to go with the theme of like it's yeah. cars. Bailey, no, I like it. I it like it. Bailey's like Malibu and rye whiskey. Oh, so it smells good. Bailey's Malibu and rye whiskey. Crank it. Malibu and oh my god, yes. Ooh, I'm about this. I drink. didn't expect to like it that much. Yeah, it does have a bit of a of a coffee. Driving like BMW that. all day. The whiskey's not hiding at all. Mm-hmm. No. It's right there in the oh, front Oh, I seat. love it. Um, <laughs> mm. so oh, my God. In the front Going seat. backwards. I like this one, Carlos. Good job. I like this one a lot. Going oh, backwards. Oh, I get the BMW. I get it now, the BMW. Bailey's. Bailey's. Malibu, Malibu and whiskey. whiskey. I didn't I get, get it until now. As <laughs> <laughs> you said, so I was like, oh, cool. You even said it in that order. Oh, and you my still- God. You are so smart. <laughs> That's why I'm here, you guys. That's why I'm here. It's kind of fucking good star. There's your one F-bomb. Sorry for running so early. Sorry, we had two in the last one because of the trailer. Yeah. Um, so we're watching the movie. We'll come back and do horror trivia in a second. But we're watching Christine. The exciting thing about this movie is, have you seen this movie? No. Have you read the book? No. I've read you, a lot of Stephen King, but I have not. This is one that I have Keegan not read. has listened. I just finished the audiobook. To the audiobook. And, and like... I know I'm gonna be so disappointed, but yeah. I got I gotta just sit and enjoy the movie for what it is. That's a part of the Stephen King fan experience. Yeah. Is, <laughs> Unless is, it's The Stand or or Shawshank. So, There's exceptions, yes. but overall, it's gonna be great books that are this, subpar movies. This yeah. will be my first time that I have read or read to Stephen it King or yeah, listen to Stephen King before you watch the movie. Before I watch the movie, because Misery, I watched the movie and then read the book and then did the play. Although I will say, Misery is a pretty good adaptation that, of the book. That's that's an exception too. Yeah. It's. It's a good adaptation, but man, there's so much missing that need, needed oh, to be there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Salem's Lot, I've only read the book. I haven't uh, watched it yet. I, that's another one that I haven't watched but or haven't read. Three hours. Both of them Oof. are miniseries that are three plus hours. Well, long. I mean, I've watched the Stand miniseries, and that's like yeah. four and a half hours, but it's worth every minute because it's so oh, good. Oh, we're going to decide yeah. on this podcast today, live on the air. What my next Stephen King audiobook experience will be. That's going to be my like, so, top recommendation. Uh, it's my favorite book of his. Aaron has both read and seen the movie. Aaron is also our resident Stephen, Stephen King, King aficionado. He is. very much just all things Stephen King. Yeah. So, um, and we, but, we... I don't know if you're going to say that. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Go the ahead. Q&A. We went to the Q&A with the Stephen I was, King. I mean, okay. I was going to save that for the latter half, but yeah. Okay. Um, I have not read nor seen this movie, so Liz and I are both going in completely blind. Keegan has going to have a, a book perspective, and then mm-hmm. Aaron is, knows everything. So because of this, Aaron asked me to not look up fun facts. I looked up spoiler-free fun facts, like okay. uh, this was this for John Carpenter. Stephen King did this. This oh, person wait, was this supposed John to play this. Yeah, John yeah. Carpenter did this one. Oh, Wait, so, they talked about no. I don't remember them talking about that at the the John Carpenter Q and A. The not the the but at the Christine Q and A. I think did. they talked about John. Carpenter. They did because okay. they said, "Oh yeah, John Carpenter's here too." That's right, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we'll, we'll go ahead and do that. We went to Texas Frightmare Weekend, and they did the cast of Christine, uh, which for Keegan and I were both like, "We need to see this movie," and it yeah. was like, "Well." I wanted to we'll go home it. and watch it that night after He's hearing like, no, 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 talk No, no, we need to do a whole it. episode for yeah. it. So we're very this excited it. for we're it. We're finally... And John Carpenter was also there, so they talked briefly, I think, about it there. But everyone, of course, talked Halloween and his composing and stuff like that. So over a month, We've waited over a month to watch yes. this movie. I'm honored to be a part of it. We're yeah. excited to have you. I am also a huge Stephen King fan. This yeah. is just one of the few that I haven't I love it. read or cool. seen. But all that to say is Aaron is going to do some fun facts 
Yeah. I don't know if you remember that or not. But no, I do. I'm, I'm ready. Okay, I have, I'll do some spoiler-free ones, but I refuse to look up any, anything that was like a paragraph. I'm like, can't read it. So, um, but before we do that... Lighting effect. You just turned off a lamp? That's, yeah. that's the lighting effect? Yeah. Well, you know, do you, you're a listener. You're not a viewer, are you? Yeah, no, I don't Have I you don't ever been on YouTube's. here since we've started video? Uh-uh. Oh, this is This great. was our first time in the studio. Yeah, it is. Converted. Oh, so this sorry, is Sorry, in the garage. So I'm sorry to all of the viewers out there for what this I This is your like. first uh, season two episode? Whatever, you're yeah. hot. Really? You're hot. Not on camera. I'm I mean, not. yeah, it's, it's my pretty first. hot in here. It is hot it in is. here, but That's, it's not. It's not because of me. The white noise you hear is our Whoa, AC unit. Our W. <laughs> Sorry, our that bra- black noise you our hear. Bra- our brown noise you hear is my shorts. Uh, yeah, no, this um, is my first season two episode. My first time in the. In well, the welcome yeah. to our awesome. new space. It's all decked out. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of new space, what 2013 film was inspired by the Amityville horror story and features paranormal investigators? Is it just Amityville Horror or the Amityville? Oh, um, the, is it the Ryan the Reynolds Conjuring. one? Conjuring. I, oh, I was with you. Like, oh, oh, they have a literal Amityville, Amityville movie. That's what I was like. But I couldn't remember when but it came it, out. Didn't the Conjuring open with the Amityville murders? Like it was them talking you're about. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. And yeah. But then later on, we got the Amityville Horror movie. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah, because with, they she oh, uh, what's her face? We put the Vera Farmiga goes and she like watches the dude reenact the. That's right. Okay. Yeah. But There's just been so many the, movies the based Ryan on Reynolds, Amityville. The Ryan Reynolds Amityville when he's chopping the wood. That man is fine as hell, and I am not afraid to say it. With the beard? He's Ooh, got the beard in that Now movie. I need to watch that movie again. <laughs> just, next just watch. Question number two. This 2014 movie involves 2014, pay attention to the okay. year, involves a widowed mother who becomes worried when her son asks her to read a scary pop-up children's storybook. Babadook. Which God, that one was so, so good. good. Yeah. Isn't so the Babadook good. also like a big like gay icon? Yes. Because of Netflix. He's, he's a bisexual icon. He's the, the B and LGBT. Why did that become a thing? I or don't. People are weird, on Carlos. Netflix, like, I don't know. You know how like sometimes when you're skimming through Netflix, it leaves the description, but it changes the picture while you're, if you go fast. Yeah. It did that with the Babadook and somebody took a picture of it. That's of, like, right. They were watching like Queer Eye or that's something right, like that's that. That's right. Oh, that's right. And it just became Twitter. like a, a meme yeah. from then on. That was Austra- an Australian film, right? Was it you Australian? Go yes. Before you do your description, Carlos. We have another one? I bought another one. <laughs> Where are you buying these from? <laughs> Target. Oh. Okay. Wait, can I read the description while you're unripping it? Yes. Here's your synopsis. A nerdish boy buys a strange car with an evil mind of its own, and his nature starts to change to reflect it. Ooh. And we also have Ooh. some goodies. What are they? What did we get? Godzilla. <laughs> Oh, Godzilla! But he actually Carlos, can like. We're canceling you again. He can no, like. Uh, you can that's put him like on your him. mic stand. He, oh, cool. He grips onto stuff. Oh, because you can put him on like a cable. Oh, I like that. What else do we got? Um, a purse. It's, it's not like a, a purse, little bag. It's like a pencil pouch. I don't know what it's supposed to be. It looks like a motherboard, pouch. and it's kind of sticky. And that's is it Tron? Weird. Oh, it is. It is sticky. Right? Sorry about that. Like my hands aren't still sticky, but like the outside of it are sticky. Wait, let me. Also, I did catch that. I will not let that slide. What? Absolutely not. Carlos said sorry about that when we said she it said was it's sticky. sticky. <laughs> Here. I think it's because it's horror and sci-fi. There's one more oh, thing in there. Oh, so sticky. Ew, ew, it's really I told sticky. you. Oh, she's a big one. Oh. Is that your finger? That's my finger. We're playing fingeries. <laughs> it's a box. Is that a... Oh, it's an alien. Oh, What's in nice. the box? Queen takes Bishop. <laughs> collector series. Let's oh, wait. See. It's a collector's. We shouldn't open it. Just open it. 
I open all of my things when I get like that. What do we got? What do we got? It is... Is it the alien queen? Do you have to put this together? Do you? It is... Oh, yeah, it's... it's oh, I think it's like a... Oh! Is it a... Don't Lego? lose the pieces! They, I think it's like a little scene. Like chess pieces. Oh, You just cool. dropped another piece. No. Oh, my lanta. Okay, we're gonna figure this out. We'll, we'll, we'll take a picture of it once I figure out how to put it together, but... Okay. Um, shall we go watch a movie? Let's watch a movie. Christy. Actually, it's right there. We're going to watch it right there. Are you trying to do that to the tune When we come back, Carlos will have put that together. Yeah. Absolutely not. You don't have to drive your car forward. Sonny, you ever owned a car before? No. I just got my license. Start her up. Her name's Christine. I like that. I saw you guys at the football game. How'd you ever get that car fixed up like that? Oh, this plain old-fashioned hard work, huh? Ever since he bought that car, he's been obsessed with it. And you know what else? They told us the man who owned that car last died in it. What do you know about that car? I know that the guy who owned the car before, Arnie, his daughter choked to death in Christine. It's that car. I swear it's the car. How's Christine coming? Oh, Cherry. That's funny, you know, because I, I heard she was told. Well, after I cleaned up the broken glass, it wasn't so bad. So what if you, you fix it up, you know, and he just comes back and does it again? He won't do it again. Probably already started. Yeah. That's, that's I just watched Wayne's World the other day too. I love that movie. But you have to count. That was like the five, four, three. Mm-hmm. Guys, you're nodding. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. God, this drink is so good. So before we start talking about the movie, I do oh. have to finally share if you want to get a close also, up. Also, for the, for the listeners. I will take a picture of it on Instagram. It's, Carlos is eating on the air. That's what that noise is going to be. <laughs> There's not any noises right now, but. Um, I said gonna, gonna. This, and Liz, you can attest. 
This was not easy. It was not easy. <laughs> I don't know why the head was so hard to get on. It always That's what is. she said. Listen, Listen, if I learned anything from life. going to the dentist's <laughs> office is you put the square in the square hole, the circle in the circle hole, the triangle in the triangle hole. No, it all goes that's in the square how it hole. Be. I love that video. <laughs> the square hole. But the circle goes the in the square it was like, hole. It was like a square with like a little baby rectangle on top. So yeah, like, it looked like it was a very specific it's a way. It's a specific shape. I was like, okay, well, the head has a very specific opening. It should just go. It did not. It did not. Gentle there was humor. a lot of force. Yeah. A lot of force to put it in the hole. I like your shirt. I like both of my Well, shirts. both of the shirts, yeah, but I like, I like your shirt. I like, thanks. Um, oh, and then the little guy, he's uh, he's getting impaled by the, tail. the queen's tail. So we'll put a picture of them so we can... Is it an, I wonder which character it's supposed to be. It's Bishop. Is it? Yeah, he's the one that gets cut in half by the queen's tail. It's Bishop! Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of queens, let's talk about Queen Christine. Did yes. You know yes, Queen Christine. <laughs> um, so this movie was released December 9th, 1983. But um, it takes place in 1978. Which is maybe that's when they started filming it. I don't know. No. I don't know. Is that um, wait, the are these fun written? facts? No. Okay. The, Just the, the, the breakdown of the film. I gotta ask. Have you ever been on an episode? I gotta ask. Oh, here's my little guy. I have my little Godzilla guy. Oh, yeah. God- For the, which camera? This camera's mine. This one, this one, that one. My little Godzilla guy. He's your chill. Little, your little friend. He's just chilling there. I'm gonna eat now. <laughs> Carlos is eating. Nom, nom. Okay. <laughs> Fun food with Carlos. Fun food with Carlos. It's not a mukbang Aaron, Aaron video. was a sweetheart and ordered us free bird, so Aww. he's keeping us sustenance. I was Indeed. hungry. <laughs> I was actually. You know what I realized? And we had a. I was like, I hadn't had anything to eat today, and I had that drink. I was like, I probably should have food before I do. Is this? It, or whatever is behind Carlos, is that on the camera? Uh, well, a little bit. <laughs> what, the Jason? Those are my swim trunks. Oh, what I'm sitting on? Yeah. They're, they're oh, like, from the washer. Oh, I didn't even washer. notice that. I was smelling something. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we can see it's them now. It's from the washer. It. Like, they're clean. Mm. Okay, well. When we're on his camera. They're clean. That's Let me just necessary. gingerly touch. Okay. They are ginger trunks. The ginger trunks. They're watermelons. Okay. I love watermelon. Watermelon? <laughs> watermelon. Wow. Speaking of being wow, black. Wow, Carlos. Right. What was the budget for this movie? Uh, oh, man. Those car effects were pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's like they spent all of their money on the car effects <clears throat> and literally nothing else. Like so, a screenwriter. I, um, like I said, I have non-spoiler fun facts. I only have a handful, and then okay. I'm leaving the rest to Aaron. So I'm sorry if this is one of yours. So are we, are we, are we singing it now? Oh, the budget? Fun, fun facts, facts with, with Carlos. Carlos. Also Aaron. And Aaron. Did you make a note on that? Um, on the... So, before you give the budget, since <laughs> I you actually, mentioned I have it, a, a, a thing that appears I'll now. Wait. No, I have an animation. No, no, I love that. Or a title that appears now. I love that for you. And for training. all of our uh, watchers. For all that. ten of our watchers. I love it. <laughs> May I? Yes. Okay. Please continue. Um, before you give the budget, since Keegan said it, 15% of the budget was just on cars. By the end of the film, all but two were destroyed. Wait, we got to do the math on that, on how much they spent on cars, then. Do 15% of so what I'm do you not going to do math. Number? What do you think the budget, overall budget was? The overall budget, I'm going to say... $8 million. Okay. For 83, I think $8 million would be a... Are you counting for it. film, though? For film... Literally eight, my least favorite eight, joke. $8.5 Okay. 
I'm going to go a little lower because there's not really any like big name mm-hmm. actors in it. Harry Dean Stanton. He's in it for like a hot minute. <laughs> Kelly Preston. Kelly she Preston. She was She's not in big it for a at the time. Minute. This was pre like pre John Travolta. Kelly. Kelly Preston. Preston was hot in that movie. She listen. She was hot real in good. everything. Yeah. Um, like mother's milk. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Except she's probably not hot in her coffin. 5.5 million. So Keegan wins. How much? 9.7. Ooh. Okay. I almost went with 10 and then I backed off. Should have stuck with my guy. You still would have lost because Price is Right rules. Price is Right rules. Price is Right rules. I hate both of I'm not going to do another Star Wars. (laughs) I'm going to touch the station to pick up the power converters. Touch the station to get the power converters. Um, box office. <clears throat> so we do have. Oh, I think it made quite a bit. And Steven... worldwide. So this was 1983. Mm-hmm. 1983. The Shining came out Indian. in 81 or 82. 81. 81. The stand. We already had. Not the, the stand. The stand was in the 90s. Yeah. The, um, Salem's Lot was in the 70s. So I think Stephen King was making a name for himself. He was popular at this time. When was okay. Pet Cemetery? Later. Oh, wait, hold on. It was after the later. It's right here. 80s. It's right here. Oh, 89. 89. Yeah, way later. Okay. That's uh, was Carrie was before this. Yeah, Carrie would Carrie, have been. That's that right. was his Carrie first, was in the 70s. Carrie was the first one that was adapted, I think. And then and then uh, Salem's Lot, and then The Shining, and then this, probably. Um, Which Carrie was good. I enjoyed Carrie. Yeah, I've never seen Carrie. it. I still You've never seen, seen Carrie? It. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We it's watched Brian De Palma. Yeah. It's good. I like oh, it's Brian De Palma? Sissy Spacek. Yeah, Sissy Spacek. The... We're talking about Castle Rock, and like she is the highlight of oh. the Castle Rock first season. That whole episode where it's just her, mm-hmm. where she keeps like going back in time and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Car- that Carrie, that should have been an Emmy. Carrie, fun fact: originally Sissy Spacek, Sissy Spacek was cast to play Princess Leia, and Carrie Fisher was cast to play Carrie. And they switched. But Carrie Fisher didn't want to do the nudity, so they switched parts. Oh, huh. maybe Carrie should be your next one, so we can your next audiobook. Maybe that's what that. I'll do next. Yeah. Okay. So I think we've seen I'll, and read. I'll yeah. Yeah. To, I've seen it. You've done neither. But I don't want to. I don't want to do the book. I don't know. I, I feel that's like a I haven't read the I'm book, but I have seen the movie. I feel like after this episode, we're gonna find that I don't ever want to do that again. That's probably fair. Because <laughs> it was the same thing. So the same thing happened to me. Because I, mean, I don't. That's anything really. Maybe that's the bit though. I don't read a lot maybe, of books. Maybe that's I mean, the bit. I mean, I'm fine with that too. Because like commit to the bit. These books have been amazing. But like I don't read a lot. Um, Book translations to film are always so like, disappointing. Uh, I started Usually. reading the Harry Potter series um, right before. Oh, when was that? It was before the fifth movie came out. So I read the it's about fifth. When I, started it. I saw six and the seventh live before. I, I yeah. read them before I saw them. And so, like, I started reading the fifth Harry Potter movie, and then I saw Order of the Phoenix, and was like, "Holy crap! These movies are terrible." Like I got the so first, pissed off the first at one that. Is pretty good, but they they stray. Out yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Um, no, like I love the movies. Like, don't get me wrong. I love like they're with, fun to watch. For their own, on their own. Yeah, the movies, the movies are great. Are great but man, when you, you read just, the books. There's you so miss much. so much. From and the from the fourth one on, they should have done part one and part two yeah. for each. Yeah, of those. the fourth oh, for one sure. was the one that made me the most upset because they cut so much. Everybody how we feel, hates Goblet of Fire. How we feel about this uh, series coming out? Harry Potter uh, series coming out too Why? soon. Too, too soon. soon. Yeah, too Just, soon. You you know Let what Daniel we want? Radcliffe and all those people like be old people first. If if you're gonna have a series, it should be a sequel series or a prequel. I want to see the Marauders. 
Yeah. Oh, I would do. Yeah. Do a mini series of the Marauders. Yes, I would love to watch I the want, Marauders. I want an Auras uh, series where it's all the about Aurors, like yeah. uh, the Auras. Yeah. The the Dark Wizard it's Hunters. It's yeah. just about yeah, Dark Wizard the Hunters. Aura. The Auras. That would actually be a really cool series. Mm-hmm. And like maybe an some of it series. takes place in at Hogwarts, and we see like present day Hogwarts mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think to do a Harry Potter series is stupid. Or just do a Tom Riddle spinoff series. Where it's like actually... I'm down a, for a, that too, yeah. It's a sitcom comedy of him as a kid being like evil, being like, oh, oh who shit. else but Tom? I made oh them hurt. Oh, Tom, I hate you that. old scam. All right, we're not gonna... Hey, with laugh tracks and everything. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait. So box office. Yeah, y'all remember Hold on, wait. Nine, what is 15% of 9.7 million? It is... Do you want to give a box office while he's trying yeah, to Yeah, you do that. So, box o- like opening weekend box opening office? Opening weekend. Just uh, U.S. or worldwide? Just U.S.? Uh, just re- regular U.S. Um, I don't know that it quite made its money back on opening weekend. I mean, there was no streaming services back then. Right. I also That's feel real true. dumb. I can't do... Nine point, 15% of 9.7 million in my head. It's around 1.5 million. So roughly, yeah. yeah. So 1.5 million was spent <clears> on. Yeah, you could have just run it up and said 10 million. Yeah, that, but I wasn't going to use that. I'm just. I'll say that opening weekend box office was eight million. Eight. Okay. Opening weekend, uh, four million. Cool. Three point four. Okay. So it didn't make its money back opening weekend. Not opening, Not opening weekend, but, but I'm sure, sure it, it made did its money overall. Back. Yeah. Worldwide, yeah. worldwide, uh, overall. Um, over the whole world, yeah. Over the whole world. Wide. Whole worldwide. The whole uh, wide world. 15 million. Okay. I'll say 20. 21. And some change. Yeah. So it made some money. Now, made a little bit of money. what did the tomatoes think of this one? Oh, man. I don't know. I'm super biased right now. After... So critics first. <sighs> critics, 50%. Okay. I'll say 45. Do you know, Aaron? Nope. 71. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I mean it's looking at it from it's critically a, acclaimed. Yeah. I would say it's a it's a fun scary movie. It's got some great bits in it. For the just, 80s, yeah. Yeah, we, we just for bits. the car just for the car effects alone, that was amazing. Um yeah, the, what about the, the 83? Part. The audience score. Uh, if that's 71, I'm going to go uh, I'm going to say audiences like it, 80%. It depends on how many of the audience read the book and then yeah. saw the movie. You know? <laughs> I mean, look at you. Yeah. I'm I'm just not happy with this. So I'm gonna say sixty five. Sixty four. Sixty four. Okay. We'll give it to you because that's really dang close. There's and- just there's so much missing that is needed from this like the car itself, the reason like one of the reasons that it, it comes to life is uh, like it's already a demon car, but to like activate the demonness of it, uh, it's you have to have a sacrifice. So who are the sacrifices to activate it? Would be mm-hmm. the daughter, the mm-hmm. daughter that chokes to death. Yeah. Uh, and there's like this huge parallel between like the she daughter choking to death. Didn't get that from the movie. And the no. and the girlfriend almost choking to death. They both choked to death on hamburgers. So as a reminder, Keegan just finished the audiobook. So yeah. the whole time we were watching it. So book spoilers and he was going. Nope. No, no, that's no, not, no. So in the book, it does not drive itself. It never no. drives itself. Is it, it is, always Arnie driving you, it? Nope. Or? 
It is never Arnie driving it whenever it kills somebody. Who's driving it? LeBay. The ghost of LeBay, the old oh, man. Oh, the guy that is, killed himself? And so it's almost like an American werewolf in London, if you've ever seen it. His best friend, mm-hmm. every time his best friend comes back, the ghost of his best friend comes back, he's rotting a little bit more. So, like, that's part of the scary factor of it is, like, as you die, you see this, like, corpse ghost thing that's, like, rotting and maggots and, like, the eyes get a little more sunken every time that's, like, going after you, that you see it behind the wheel. And and that's how Arnie has a, an alibi is that he's always away from the car. No matter what oh. happens, he's never with the car. He's never with the car. He always has like an airtight I mean, alibi. The, so the, I can the understand. screenwriter specifically referenced that movie and that's why he cut that out because that movie had just come out and was real popular. Wait, what movie? Uh, American Werewolf. Werewolf in, oh, in okay. Um, so like he, he felt like that was too... I love the whole time I was, was reading the book. That's that. what I was yeah. thinking of. And I was like, yeah, you need... like I hope this is in there. And then like I mentioned something to Aaron and he goes, man, you just need to watch the just movie. And I was like, your no. Don't get your hopes too high. Yeah. And like that was one of the cool plot points. And it's not just LeBay. It's anytime he kills somebody, like that car starts getting jam-packed full of people because like all of all those ghosts, ghosts are in the there. Of all the people. One of the more fucked up parts of it, oh sorry, that's our, so, it's like sorry, we're fine. Uh, is um, Arnie's parents are super prevalent in the movie, or in the book, and in uh, hated them in the movie. Yeah, yeah, the and they're worst. nice people. They're like well, you super don't really nice people. We don't see much people. of his dad, but his mom is the His worst. dad is like super, super nice in the book. Well, the way we that they die is, yeah. the, the mom dies in a different way, but like, you know how Arnie flies from the, the mm-hmm. car? Yeah. Uh, the corpse of the dad is just chilling in the car while LeBay is driving it around that thing at the... Uh, at the... Uh, in the... Garage shop? Yeah. And his Did dad, his parents die in the movie? I didn't even no. notice that they, they didn't die in the movie. Did. Uh, his dad yeah. goes to check out the car and the car uh, asphy- asphyxiates him. Mm-hmm. To, like the, the guy in the beginning. Yeah. When the car crashes and... Um, What's her name? The uh, Lee is there. The dad goes flying forward, and his head scrapes against the the concrete, and like just obliterates it. And that's oh, the, right. like Lee sees all of that happen. Whoa. Yeah, it's that would been cool. Yeah, but it's like just a corpse because he's dead already. Yeah, yeah. But it's man. Speaking oh. of corpses, oh. this is actually a good segue. Body count. What, what is the kill count? <sighs> I think they counted the car. I can't remember. So the, there's I've the guy at the very beginning in the on the assembly two, line. Two, five, six, three bullies. Seven. The... Actually, I don't think they count the car. Eight. Eight. Uh, I feel like eight's probably right. Seven. Okay. Seven. Who did I? Did, oh, I counted two guys at the beginning. The, but it was just because, the one. Because yeah, he just the slammed one, his car, it, yeah. his hand in the cart. Yeah. 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 Um. So I have just a couple of non-plot point fun facts, and then we can open <laughs> and then it up. Aaron's got his fun facts. So we already sang the jingle, so we don't have to do it again. But uh, obviously, this is based off of the Stephen King novel. Yep. Um, directed by John Carpenter, also composed by John Carpenter. I, I did. I, I like. I remembered after the fact that John Carpenter directed it. But as soon as I like remembered that, I was like, oh, this is going to be very different. This is going to be a John Carpenter movie, not a Stephen King movie. And it very much, like, there is some good, like, obviously because of the source material, it is Stephen King. But 
it was very much a John Carpenter film. Speaking yeah. of being a John Carpenter film, yes. portions of this film were filmed, uh, like specifically Arnie's Neighborhood, uh, South Pasadena, which is the same neighborhood used in Halloween. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Now, you said in the book, it's not, because yeah. they obviously it's set in, like, California, California. It's set in Pennsylvania. In the book. Mm. In the book. In the winter. Interesting. And that's a huge part of it is that, like... Because you mentioned the snow's when people, important. Yeah, when people are running away from the car, like, trying to drive from the car, uh, like, they the... Slip? Whenever, um... Oh, my God, the villain's name, or the, the bully's name. But, buddy? Uh, buddy Repertin. Off-brand John Travolta. Yeah, off-brand yes, John Travolta. Yes. Who was a really Travolta. cool, really nice guy at the Q&A. Like he the, was awesome. Was yeah. he the one that was like... He was built. He was a built guy. Like, yeah. Dang, you're like built for an old guy. Um, he was... Oh, look good. He was trying... He was with the two other guys, and they weren't going to a gas station. They were going to drink at a um, like national forest that was closed because of the winter. And, like, as they're driving there, they're trying to, like, swerve through the snow in his Camaro. And, like, Christine does not care about the snow at all. It's just, like, and that's, like. I gotta say, though, that gas station scene was pretty badass. That was was one of the things I'm, like, the movie did it better than the book. Yeah. The movie did it way. And they they talk about about the car just driving uh, on fire like that. That was was awesome. Yeah, that was so cool. Beautiful In the panel, we learned that that was, they painted it with something like flammable. Yeah. So that it could stay lit. And there was a guy in there driving it. And so it was just on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, he was the, probably still wearing one of those like fire suits. Oh, for sure. But, but it was just beautiful. They built that whole gas station from scratch to, to blow it up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But it the, was just beautiful. The way yeah. Buddy dies in the scene. book, it's that's one of the the prominent deaths in the book because you discover Christine is a uh, like she's Carp? like an animal. Oh, yeah. She's like an animal whenever she's going to hunt somebody. Mm-hmm. She's like going after you and getting you and yeah. Um, he describes it as like he's the prey and getting played with like a tiger playing with its food. Well, they kind of did that in that scene where he like she's when he's going running, really really slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just kind of like, yeah. like she's toying with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's obviously toying with him. Yeah. Um speaking of Christine, so she is a Plymouth Fury. Mhm. Um, one of the Furies uh, from the movie was sold for at a 2004 auction for $167,000. I would that car is cool as heck. Yeah, it's. Be- I mean, it was what? What did I say? There's only two that were not destroyed. It was a sexy yeah, car. All the two out of how many? Uh, are we guessing? I that? didn't get the number of cars, but it's. I got it. If y'all want to guess. Okay. Oh, what is the yeah, number? Yeah, let's the uh, three of us. How many cars they used? Yeah. Um, I kind of well, remember. Well, I have how many different Christines there were, and then how many cars they total used to make that many. And they Christine. how many Christines at the panel? I remember. Yeah. So, Liz, if you want to go first, because we may kind of remember. So, no, how many Christines? I'm trying to think. So I'll just it's, give you a hint that the total number of cars that weren't Christines would be higher than the number of Christines. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the cars, okay. they had a lot of really nice cars in this film. Oh, total number of cars yeah, No, the used. total number of Plymouth Furies. Okay, Plymouth that, Furies. Because they cannibalized some to, yeah. like, you know, for parts. For parts, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have an Christine's, I feel like there's probably more than more than ten, at least. Right? No more hints, though. Okay. Just give an answer. Thirteen. Uh, I think there were, tw- he said there were twenty-seven at the panel. That's what I was going to say, Twenty-seven. Actually. 
So there were 17 Christines ah. and 24 total Plymouth Furies okay. they used. So. Maybe that was, I was like, I remember a 20-something and seven. And a seven-something, yeah. Yeah, so they, yeah I figured there was probably like 24, 25 imagine? like Plymouths that they used, yeah. Like going to find these cars <clears throat> and like buying them from the people and then being like, oh yeah, by the way, we're going to trash all of these cars that we just bought We're going to trash them, cut them up so it looks like they have teeth on the front, yeah. put them into a block. Yeah. They also might have just gone to a bunch of junkyards. True. You know, for the cars that That's they knew true. were already going to be totaled. One of the things that they kind of hinted at, but they didn't really do. So LeBay, the owner of the car, the car, LeBay. dude from Home Alone, which I called. So that's his. That's George LeBay, who is his brother. Roland LeBay is the one who dies. Mm-hmm. He doesn't die in the book until after he sells him the car, and then he kills himself and uses that as his final sacrifice to be able to be a ghost that's attached to Christine. So that's how he's able to, like, still so drive, drive it around. I have a question, because in the movie, the whole time, the odometer is going backwards, and al- almost at the very end, before they run over Christine, you see it go to one, and then it starts going to zero. Is there something that's meant to happen when it goes to zero? It's back to new. It's, like, completely... At, it's full... Like, at, just waiting for it someone is else at to... capacity. It is at capacity. It is... It is rejuvenated itself or like fixed itself back to when it was first off the line. That's when it would have been, yeah. been a, it's like peak and, and you don't get an explanation of why it's a demon car. It's just it's a it's it's one of the interesting. What are what are so like, even in the book they don't explain why it is the way no, that it is. But what are they what are like the Stephen King like things called when it like uh the Shining Hotel is one of them. Uh the Overlook Hotel is one of them. Um uh, maybe a thinny, like a, a thin yeah. place in between dimensions or Yeah, whatever. it's something like that where it's just I feel like they specifically what reference yeah. what the Overlook is in The Shining, but it's been so long since I've read the book that like I Like a kind of a remember. nexus point. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's one yeah. of those things <clears throat> from his universe where it's like, no, this just pure evil is inside itself. of this thing. Yeah. We don't know why. Uh, but if you sacrifice things to it, you can use it, and that's what that's what Roland LeBay was doing. Is he sacrificed? And like they said in the movie, that his wife committed suicide with it by asphyxiation in the car. Well, they like make it known in the book that she knows nothing about cars, so they're like, how could she actually do that? Yeah. Right. and it's Roland sacrificed her and killed her to like let the car continue to live. <clears throat> Arnar. And then, like, they don't explain what it was, and, like, Dennis kind of explains it a little bit in the book, where it's like, I think he fell out of love with the car, the car fell out of love with him, and so they needed a new person to fall in love with the car, and that's when Arnie, like, sees it and falls in love with it. Yeah. Oh, he did more than fall in love. There was touching, there was, he came in the car. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, the way Arnie, the why the reason Arnie acts the way he does... Is because he is possessed by Roland. So whenever mm. Roland isn't driving the car, he's driving Arnie. I didn't get that from the movie. I just no, not at it all. Was Christine, well, there like, were no references to that or like imposing or and absorbing like his so, life force or something. That's what that's I would have thought. That it was shitters, like feeding on him. Yes, and like um, acts the way that he does. And it, like in the book, he's wearing the back braid. He goes from like being nerdy to being really good looking. To like starting to turn into Roland, and like he wears the back brace, oh, he slunches, he talks like him, and interesting. Yeah. Um, I have two more fun facts, and then we can keep talking, and then I'll also turn to Aaron for anything he has. Um, John Carpenter refused to go to the premiere of this movie. Why? Because he has a superstition that when he goes to premiere, something bad will always happen. Ooh. Okay. 
Okay. And then my last fun fact, and this is our perfect segue, because I know that Aaron does have this one. So I'm going to ask y'all, who do you think, so the jock guy, right, that's the, that's the one who it was, right? The jock guy who broke the his jock. leg? The crutches? Uh, Dennis. No, no, that the had a, a famous person that, that was Not originally Arnie, but cast. The other... No, it was Arnie. Oh, it was Arnie. The one I have is Arnie. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, lead role, yeah, duh. Okay. Who do you think, what famous person that we know was potentially going to play the role of Arnie? That's, that's famous now, but wasn't famous at yes. the time. Kevin Bacon. Was yeah. it really? Real? Yes. Yeah. Real? Yes. He turned it down to do Footloose. <laughs> yeah. I was about to ask when Footloose was because I feel like this he is around turned, the same so, time. Yeah, Kevin Bacon oh, was well. off. He actually was offered the role, but he turned it down to do Footloose instead. Um, at one point, he was going to originally star. Uh, oh, this is a side fact, but uh, Dolan's Cadillac, another Stephen King story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kevin Bacon was That's originally going to be. I was just Arnie. thinking of like. Who was an actor of the time that was doing scary movies? And yeah. He was just yep. getting off of... Um, he chose it down to do Footloose. I mean, good I mean, call good, on his good part. Good call, yeah. I don't know that I could see anyone else but Kevin Bacon doing that. Yeah. That we have it. So that segues into, I have some alternate oh, casting here. So, uh, Oh, wait, we have... Fun, fun facts, facts with, with Aaron. Aaron. I like <laughs> we it. We did with Carlos no, 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 and good. Aaron I like, Jason. I like both that we redid it and that you acted a little jealous about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a little butler. It's fine. So uh, Nicolas Cage auditioned for the role of oh, Buddy. I did the lead, that one. the lead bully? No. Terrible. No. The guy that they got was perfect. Uh, yeah, Dollar Shore John Travolta was way better. And the studio wanted more big names originally, and they wanted uh, Brooke Shields to play Lee. Was she big at that time? She had just oh, come yeah. off of uh, Blue Lagoon. Yeah, okay. she was. She was uh, very hot. Although that the actress that played her did kind of have a Brooke Shields vibe. Yeah, I see it. Lee was the slutty smart girl, right? Yeah, yeah. the one that that, that uh, was a total. That has slut body, but she looks smart. Yeah, slut body, but looks smart. Is Which what makes I absolutely no King, sense whatsoever. And if you were to include everything from the book, it would be like a four-hour movie. But she had such a huge part of the book of like just all the discoveries being made for those also listening from, can i also say uh, that we're quoting the movie when we're saying that she has a slut body we're not actually yes, like yeah we're not those no, that's people. literally how she's they described literally describe her having a slut, a slut body she looks body. smart but has the body of a slut yeah. which yeah. is so we're not we're not the that worst terrible. description we are terrible but we're not that terrible uh, so before they made before they made this movie uh, originally this screenwriter bill phillips and john carpenter were going to make firestarter Mm. Uh, but then the thing bombed so bad at the box yeah. office that they got fired from Firestarter. <laughs> oh. And John Carpenter wasn't as excited about this, but he just wanted to make another movie. Yeah. And he was afraid he could, would never be able to make another movie again. So yeah. I've never seen Firestarter. I haven't either. either. The Thing is my all-time favorite horror film. Uh, the movie of Firestarter, I think, is worse than, than this book. one than was. Than, than Christine um, was. The Drew Barrymore one? Yeah. I know the new one that just came out with like the Zephron. It was bad too. Yeah, it has like a 10% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. I wanted it to Oof. be good because I like Zach Efron and mm. then also modern special effects. They could have done some really cool shit with it, but then they kind of just didn't. There's a there's a book, I don't know if it just came out that he did, um, but it's about kids with powers and they're all in like... That's the oh, Institute. It's it's a fairly Institute. recent book. Yeah, I haven't is read it, that one yet. Is it like the same universe where it's like they collect these I think so. It, it, that's, that's what it reminded me something? of was Firestarter yeah. a lot. If it's okay. not the same thing, it's at least the same kind of general concept. You just read it? No, I, I it's, it's out, but I haven't okay. read it. It's pretty Did it new. just come out? Within the last couple of years. Okay. I'm a little behind on my Stephen King. 
I'm getting caught up. So it's going to take me years. Say, uh, yeah, you've got, you've got quite a bit no, of like catalog 80 to go. Book, 80 books to go, I think. I'm excited. Like, legit, it was it was a cool experience because um, I loved Misery from the beginning. I loved Salem's Lot from the beginning, but Salem's Lot was like just a ton of exposition, but I really liked the exposition. Christine was a ton of exposition where it was, I talked to you about this, where it was like one chapter is they see the car. The next chapter is they talk about buying the car. The next chapter is let's approach the car. The next chapter is let's talk to this guy. The next chapter is this guy is creepy. The next chapter is, oh, let's, let's buy the car, but let's get less money on it. So it was just like dragging out all of this stuff. But then by the time you get to the last like half or the last quarter of the book, it's like, oh, all of these things that have been set up and all of those little chapters, every little thing that they've been talking he, about pays off. That's how all of his stuff and is. It's so good. He, everything is intentional. Like everything like Salem's, that he sets up is on purpose. Salem's Lot was that way, but it was more interesting when you were learning about a town and all of the people in it rather than like two friends going to buy a car from a creep. Yeah. So yeah. I will say, because you just said that, as a person that has not read it and only saw the movie, it was a slow burn. Yeah. For me, I was like, is anything going to happen? Like, I knew, yeah. knowing that there was this whole, like, demon car and this car was going to, like, start killing people, I was like, when do we get to the good stuff? <laughs> That's why I think they included that opening scene where it's like, because that does not exist in the, like, you but don't know anything that, about Like, even Steve. that, there was just so much going up front that I was like, and I remember, I think I think you may have mentioned in passing, like, there's a lot of exposition in the book. Or mm-hmm. you, you said it was a slow burn. Yeah. But it gets really good. And I was like... Yeah, yeah, This movie starts, for me, just really, really slow. It got good, but starting off, having not knowing anything about it, I was like, when does it get to the part that like, everyone's like, oh my god, Christine? Oh, the way Moochie dies in the book is graphic. They're like... Oh, I'm sure it the is. Book. The, uh, he, the car runs him down, but he's still alive, and his legs are, like, almost off. His head is all bashed. His arms are all messed up. And he, like, looks up, and the car backs over him, goes over him, goes over him. Oh, the classic. And then leaves. It does it three yeah. times and then leaves. And, like, they said he just looked like mush afterwards. Well, um, they did like, kind of uh, reference that in the movie. Yeah, you they, had they to pick had to him up with a shovel. Legs with off the shovel. shovel. I think that's a line from the book, is they had to pick him up off the pavement with the shovel. One of my coworkers on Friday... Friday was a weird day, first of all. I got sent home because there was a gas leak. So <laughs> it wasn't a gas leak, but that's the easy way to describe it. My coworker, um, Alyssa from the Garbage Girls, did Garbage G R R R L. She fart too much in there. And yes, like, she farted. Oof. Actually, we do talk about farts and poop a lot. I love her. <laughs> and Megan. Um, no, her I refrigerator in her office was leaking Freon. And we all walked in and was like, what is that smell? And her, like, my desk is here. It's an open environment. Her office is right here in front yeah. of it. And it was, like, strong to the point my boss was like, let's take our morning meeting and then y'all go home. You don't need to sit in front of that. I was like... <laughs> don't have to tell me twice. Honestly, Perfect. it had started dissipating a little bit. I was like, I can't really tell. But I also think I'd, like, desensitized to it. But I was yeah. like, it was strong. Anyway, on that day, my other coworker who was in office, she was like, it's been a rough morning. I was like, what's wrong? And she goes, well, she lives in the country. Like, middle of nowhere, west. I don't know how she does that commute. But... There's uh, a lot of farms, and they have free-roam chickens with no, like, fences and stuff, and apparently somebody had hit a chicken, but they didn't kill it, and so she said that she drove by and saw this chicken that was, like, hobbling along. Oh, Your dinner tonight. Oh, I 
That's what I told her. Like, <laughs> She's like, no, I'm going to cry again. I was like, I'm so sorry. But when you were talking about, like, he hit him, it's like, oh, he's not dead. And I like, went yeah. back over. I was like, oh, it's like my friend's chicken. Oh, like, she said the chicken literally like, was like okay. hobbling along with All like right. one little clucky leg. There was, I will say, there was a lot of really cool references and to the book in this movie. And like the way everything looked, I felt like they really nailed the way that like Darnell's shop looked, the way that like the houses and uh, just the feel of it was very much the world that I read. It was just, it was like we were getting the cliff notes. The yeah. whole movie was just cliff notes. What would you say, since you have the book fresh in your head, is the biggest either inaccuracy, biggest miss, biggest did not include? It was, for me, I knew things were off the rails the moment that they went to go buy that car and it was George LeBay, not Roland LeBay, selling them the car. I was like, mm, something's off here. I don't like this. And then, like, Roland LeBay is already dead. I'm like, how is he already dead? He's, like, the, one of the main characters of the book. And that's where it was like, no, nope, this is different. I'm done. I just got to watch it for what it is. It's uh, been since I was a teenager. But for me, I think it was kind of that third act where, if I remember right in the story, they realize something's up with Christine. But then the best friend and Lee, they kind of scooby up and they're yeah, investigating yeah, yeah. it and stuff. like. And, they, and that's where their romance develops. Mm-hmm. And it kind of turns into a love triangle. Yes. Versus in this, it's like they're getting that information sort of from the George guy so there's, or there's other people. There's two sets of love triangles. Yeah. There's... Lee and Dennis who are in love, and it's that's Arnie's ex-girlfriend, but Lee competing against Christine, which they touched on, but yeah. it's yeah. a big thing. Like, obviously, it's a book. They have more time and more... Sure. You can You can describe what's inside people's heads. One of the things I was a little pissed off about in the book when I was reading it, and I told Aaron, I was like, I don't do a lot of reading. Is this normal? Which is... <laughs> the book is broken into three acts, and it's part one, part two, part three. Part one is written from Dennis's perspective of him writing a book about his experience with Christine. And then, so it's all from Dennis, like the, his, Arnie's, Arnie is not the main character, Dennis is the main character. Right. And so it's all from Dennis's perspective. Part two, well, like Dennis gets put in the hospital from football, mm-hmm. so he doesn't know all of the things going on, so it stops being his perspective, and it's just like uh, uh, third person... We're talking about all these things happening. We get to go inside all of these different people's heads now. Right. Uh, and so I'm like, wait, this was a narration. Now it's not a narration. And then part three, Dennis gets out of the hospital and it's about his book, him writing his book again. And so it goes from like Dennis's perspective to like everybody's perspective to Dennis's perspective. So I was like, this is, I feel like that's cheating. If you're going to present from this one narration, this one person's perspective, the whole book has to be that way. Yeah. So what but, I w- I, but it doesn't. It does. I, that's just that's just me. That's my. Well, thing. when I was looking up fun facts, that was something I was looking for to get like if Stephen King liked this movie or not because yeah. sometimes he has he'll tell his opinions on it. But I, I didn't find that. But one of the things I found was he was talking about how he wrote that scene because he realized narratively he wanted to take Dennis's character out of the situation. But then after he wrote that and broke his legs, he realized that he had just like sidelined his narrator. So yeah, it was back. That was like kind of a corner he painted himself into when he was writing this. Interesting. At, At the end of the day, I think it works because you get all of this information 
and then you discover all of that information with Dennis. Yeah. So like, I've read you, plenty of books that have different narrators. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Every chapter well, but, is a but new But even, even that, though, you're getting different narrators that are characters. You don't necessarily switch from a character to, a to an omnipresent. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's, other, there's another Stephen King book, uh, Black House, that does that, but it's just these little, like, excerpts between chapters. It's like these little okay. mini chapters in between. Um, so it's not as... It's not like the whole third was, of the book is like that. jarring at first because I guess I didn't pick up on it yeah. because I was listening, not reading. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't quite pick up on it and I was like, how does Dennis know this happened? Yeah. Like they were going in, going into detail about like... Uh, and, the, and it already switched um, perspectives at that point and I didn't realize it. But it was like an argument that Arnie had with his parents, that one argument, the big, where he blow, blows up at him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how does Dennis know what's going on in their heads right now? Like, what is happening? And then, like, I caught, oh, okay, he, it's not Dennis. It's, well, what you didn't re- read in the book, in the subtext, is he went to a coma and astro projects. He has the shine. And he went, so, okay, no, actually, I, I legit have a question about that. What? Does the book explain the car shining? No, 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 not at all. It is because when when she's choking, the car is. I was like, is that the shine? No, no, or no, no, like, no, no, no. That is that is the car. Because the only at time her dying. The, that's the eyes of the car looking back. So, so the, the eyes, eyes are the, the headlights, inside, right? They've turned around and they're looking at her. Because it's the only that's time the shining bright. is on but the inside that we get. But in the book, it's bright green. It's not white. It's supposed to be like the radio. It's it's not just the radio. It's all the knobs and everything are lit up, and they're they turn like uh, bright the, green. The radio is green, and she and Lee describes it as like and the car the, is watching me. That's one of the most. That is for me. That scene of her choking is the scariest scene I have read in a Stephen King novel. May, there may be some stuff in Misery, like when she squeezes the rat in Misery, maybe pretty close. But I was driving at the time when I was listening to it. And she was talking about choking, and I was thinking the entire time, I was like, oh my god, I'm feeling exactly what she's feeling right now. And it just kept going on and on. And it was like, oh my god, I'm choking, why isn't my boyfriend helping me? Oh my god, I see the eyes of the car. Oh my god, I'm just gonna die. Oh my god, I'm gonna be a sacrifice for this car. Maybe it's okay that I'm a sacrifice for this car. I'll just live in this car forever. No, I don't want to die. And that lasts for like... A good five minutes Jeez. in the audiobook. Mm. So, like, a few pages yeah, of the yeah. book are dedicated to her just choking. And, like, I'm just like, girl, get some breath. <laughs> like, just breathe in or something. And then they have a hitchhiker. It's not a, somebody else watching it. They have the a creep, hitchhiker. The them. creeper in the other car that's nonstop peeping through the window. While and I the dude. That, I figured that's the why. Dude like, the dude He's yeah. going to be the one that saves her uh, whenever it showed him the second time looking in. I was like, okay. Uh, but they pick up a hitchhiker, and the hitchhiker is the one that ends up saving her. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Was there was at least six different times where she should have been like, we're done. Yeah. Never talk. I'm sorry, where he grabs her by the back of the head. That's when I would oh, have yeah. been, like, I, first of all. That does not happen. I would have been done after. The, I would not have gotten back in that car after oh, yeah. the choking. After I would be like, you're going to call me a cab. Yeah. That's what's I'm not getting back in that car. Don't call me. No. We're done. What but, did he say to her in that? Oh. You're, uh, you're sexually, sexually frustrated. frustrated. If I ever oh. had someone grab me Ugh. by my hair and tell me that, I would punch them in the throat. Unless we are As in a very should. specific situation where we have set up boundaries and Listen, safe words. Consent is key. <laughs> consent but is But if, cool. if, if, if that's not the situation, then you need to never speak to me again. Absol- yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That was just... Gr- I don't know why she kept caring so much. Like, no, I just care about you. Like, no, I hope oh. the car kills you. Bye. No, get out of there. <laughs> Deuces. They- 
all of that is explained in the book and everything. But like, yeah, in the in the. Okay, I again, am, we're just getting cliff notes. I feel like the entire movie is just cliff notes. I am very curious, though, because I know we probably just wrap this episode up, too, but how does the book actually end? Is it that... They you want to know? Christ- like the, okay. Is, is the ending of the movie where they put Christine in the compactor... It's pretty much... Yeah, they, it's all condensed down. So, like, Junkins dies. And Dar- the way Will Darnell dies in the book is really cool. Okay. So, like... Um, so, Will Darnell... They don't explain any of this in the movie, but he is a evil man who runs drugs and and like that's the cigarettes. body shop, the guy. body shop, okay. the creepy like, body Arnie's shop. Gonna run uh, an errand for him, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, and so like Arnie gets himself. The book almost turns into a crime drama at one point, to where like Arnie is running drugs oh, for this missed? guy. Well, Stephen King does have detective so dramas, like, so. and he loves drugs or he loves like, drugs. He did at the, the time, yes. From the law, Arnie is on the run from the law. The law, like. The officers catch him, put him in jail in New York City, and, like, his mom has to come and bail him out. And then they're like, we don't even want you. We just want Will Darnell. We want to get this whole racket that's going on here. And, like, Christine, like Will sees Christine pull in, like, in the movie, and then he goes, so magic does exist. Demons do exist. How can I exploit this? And then, like, he doesn't die there. He, he's going to start exploiting Arnie. With the car is like if you have a magic car that can go out and just do whatever it wants and kills people. What can we do for that? And like Christine catches on to that, and Will's just chilling in his house, and all of a sudden, a car rams through his house and kills him, cool. and like turns him into mush, and then backs away and goes and parks again. And like they they just say like it looks like uh, somebody shot an explosive off in his house and they they chalk it up to that wasn't Christine that was like a gang going after him because he was a drug dealer basically drug dealer interesting Uh, and then Junkins dies they don't explain how he dies in the book but like Junkins the officer dies and Mm -hmm. so another officer comes in and is like uh, I believe everything Junkins has told me he thought the car was alive and I believe the car is alive what can we do to help Uh, and then um, it is Lee and Dennis Go and rent a giant pink septic truck that's oh, called you were Petunia. Yeah, you did say that. It's called Petunia, and they go and they hide it in the shop, and they they tell um, Arnie, "We're gonna be here at this." Or they tell they don't call him Arnie at this point. They call him LeBay because he is he has turned completely gotten possessed. By. Is that like, in the movie where they were like scratching it on the hood of Christine? No, that there's a confrontation that happens where like Arnie beats up Dennis because it's LeBay. And he beats up Dennis because he's on crutches and stuff. And LeBay goes, uh, or he's like, I want, you're meeting me at at the garage, at Darnell's garage at this time. Um, We're going to solve it once and for all. And he's like, you really want to go toe to toe with Christine? You like, you really actually want to do that? And he goes, yep. Uh, And he goes, okay. And at one point in time, Arnie like breaks free of being possessed. And is like, Dennis, help. And then it goes back. And he's like, I saw Arnie's face and LeBay's face. Because his face starts, like, turning into it. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. And um, so Arnie doesn't want anything to happen. He, like, breaks through. And he goes with his... Like, he leaves town with his mom to go uh, look at a college campus. And then that's when Christine kills his dad. Shows up into the... um, the garage to try to kill Dennis and Lee. All of that pretty much plays out exactly as is, uh, in the in the garage. Except it's Petunia, not a, a truck. The, yeah. And the and it just keeps going after Christine, after Christine, after Christine until it basically breaks her in half. And then like 
they start seeing all the pieces start form back together. Like he sees like a bolt go across the floor and like okay. bolt itself back in. I will say though, for the movie, the effects of Christine Her like, they were like, that was amazing. Perfect. Really good practical effects. It was yeah. exactly what I imagined from the book. It, well, and that's why I was like, is that how? How no, it like, actually ends because in my head I was like, "What's stopping? Much, yeah. If they compact her, what's going to stop Christine from saying?" So, is there a sequel? There's an epilogue no, that happens. Yeah, oh. the epilogue is really interesting. So uh, they cut Christine in half with the with Petunia, uh, and then that's the end of it, and she doesn't form back together. And then the other officer shows up at Dennis's because Dennis passes out because his leg, he basically breaks his leg trying to get the clutch of the oh, yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, they, and they he passes like out it. because of the pain and he's in a coma for like two days. Oh, so he was astral projecting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Dennis wakes up and the officer is there and he goes, um, we're not going to question anything. We're not going to question why there's a dead man at Darnell's. Uh, why Arnie's uh, dead dad is at Darnell's and goes, well, where's Arnie? Him and his mom left. And he goes, they died. Uh, a trucker saw the car going down the highway of Arnie and his mom and then saw a third person in the car with him who grabbed the wheel and turned it into uh, the truck and killed them both. So whenever they killed Christine, LeBay was driving, the ghost of LeBay was driving it and knew that he had lost went back into Arnie's car, grabbed the steering wheel, like the ghost grabbed the steering wheel and killed Arnie and his mom into that truck. Oh, wow. Uh, so Arnie that doesn't die end. in the garage. Like he dies like off somewhere else because oh, LeBay kills him. Uh, and then they talk about how they, they crushed it into a cube, the car into the cube, but instead of like seeing part of the car start to form back, it was uh, a police officer touched the car and started bleeding and said the square of trash of metal felt like it was biting him. And so he was like, and so like that sticks with Dennis. And then like years and years later, when Dennis is writing the book, uh, there was one member of the gang who ended up getting away and not getting killed by Christine. He reads a news article about how that person lives in California and was working the concessions booth at a uh, drive-in and the concessions booth was annihilated and killed the guy interesting and so like that's how the book ends it's like is christine coming so for us christine now is yeah still, yeah. still, is out, it there? still, alive, still, still out there still alive yeah interesting i mean so overall i thought this was a fun movie slow burn at front but yeah. i thought it was really really fun uh, the, just watch it for the effects, the effects alone having yeah. not read the book i thought it was enjoyable yeah i exactly, thought it was yeah. fine but i do i do definitely want to read the book because it's, it's i good. love stephen king so yeah and, and books are always better yeah, I, I loved that book. I ended up it not, I didn't like it at first, and then like my issues with it, like going into the omnipresent yeah. or om, om, omniscient uh, point of view, and then going back, I, I got annoyed by it, but like overall, I was like, oh no, like this is legit a really good book. I really liked it. Okay, two more fun facts. Okay. One, uh, George Romero was at one point attached to direct this, <laughs> so that would have been interesting. interesting. Uh, and then, uh, we were talking about stunt driver while we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the guy that was the stunt coordinator for this movie and the stunt driver that was driving Christine was Harrison Ford's stunt double in the Indiana Jones movies. Oh, nice. That's cool. Oh, we've yeah. come full circle talking, about, talking yeah. about Indiana Jones. Welcome back to our Indiana Jones. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Dial of Death and the, and the, the Car dial of, of Christine. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the de- Demonic Car. I mean, Christine loves it when you touch her dials. Okay. Speaking of dials... <gasps> 
Was that the last one? Yeah. What do you rate this movie? On a scale of a Camaro to a Mustang, I give it That's water. three Plymouth Furies. Okay. Hmm. On a scale of dollar store John Travolta. <laughs> That's a good one. To would-be Kevin Bacon. Would-be Kevin Bacon. I will give it... Now I'm trying to think of another B movie actor from the 80s. I can't think of any. So good. Uh, oh, I just had a name in my brain and a it B movie actor flew from the away. 80s. Uh, I will give it four Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Okay. Solid, because he was supposed to supposed be... Supposed to be, yeah, yeah Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Nice. Solid. He even filmed solid. for good, like three good, weeks good. on Back to the Future. On a scale of Switchblades and Pockets... <laughs> I forgot about the switchblades. Again, that was that was during the like yeah. long exposition stuff. Switchblades and pockets to sexually frustrated hair grabs. Ugh. I will give this movie five hunting hams. We could say that. We could say that. I'm That's the name. That's the name. Where they really emphasize the tea, though. Just a Oof. hard tea. My Cunty rating hands. would be on a scale of. Oh no, his name. On is a Cunny scale Hams. from Tommy Knockers. Oh, no, no tea. Ooh, Tommy Knockers. To the stand. Mm. Okay. I would rate this a pet cemetery. Nice. Mm. Pet cemetery. Yeah. Okay. Kind of well, in the middle. middle yeah, movie, kind of. Though. Yeah. Tommy Knockers is my least favorite yeah. of his books. I hate Tommy Knockers. We got more trivia. Speaking of Cuntingham. Literally just a lamp turning. What? Up. So disappointed. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna hook up the Alexa. I'm getting Are water you? all over myself. I'm listening. I told him he should um, he should hook up uh, red light bulbs that are Alexa. So we do. And I'll do like. Hey yeah, Alexa, do just like a. I could do that. Yeah, let me set that up. Okay. What 1983 slasher film ended with a gender bending twist by the lakeside? Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, still haven't seen that one. I, saw I haven't list, either. So. Me neither, but I unfortunately had that spoiled. Oh. Well, now we all have. Well, now it's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we all have. Sorry, Christy. It was going to happen no We're matter what. We're going to do it. Question number two. In the movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers, what activity are the survivors most afraid of? I've never seen that. Sleeping, right? I've never seen it. I have no idea. Go, like falling asleep because then they go and get you. This sounds right. They go and get you. I just straight it too far. I can't see the intro anymore. No. Carlos, are you are serious? Are you serious? I, I literally, I have, I don't have short term memory. It's sleeping. Okay, good. Yeah, I would imagine it would be, I've never seen Sorry, it. Sorry, I looked sleeping. at it and then I forgot and then it started shredding. So <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I was like, we could just Google it. You're just a good actor. Oh my God, I'm so talented. All right. All right. Well. Well, so we watched Christine. <laughs> we did. That's a movie. We should go we buy did. a car. I'm glad. No, but I'm glad I, I did just the paid my car off. I do not need another car payment. Thank you very much. I still have another I do three want a years. New car though. I have a 2012. It's been paid off for a few years now, and I'm like, it's gonna die at some point. Yeah, just drive it till it does. Oh, oh I did like oh, the, in the uh, the panel that we saw the one guy, the bully, uh, the guy who played Buddy Repperton was just like. Y'all know that, like, the Plymouth Fury, that was kind of a junk car. Like, even when it came out, it wasn't, like, this big... It's just a cool-looking car. That's why Stephen King liked it, apparently, but it was just... Oh, uh, that was like, one thing I read, is that they specifically chose the Plymouth Fury because it was an underrated car. They didn't want to go with the Firebird or yeah. any of those other ones. Anything that was really popular. They wanted the underrated, beautiful car. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I thought it was a great car. Yeah. I think that is a beautiful note to end on. Aww. Aww. With beautiful people... This has been another episode of...
Keegan and Carlos, the Scary Movie Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to us, everybody. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you're listening to us on. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can make sure you keep up with all of our fun shenanigans. And if you have any suggestions for scary movies, let us know. Thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening to Keegan, Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast. Podcast.